love, dating, and relationships with Timmy and Pammy. <laughs> Hi, Pammy. Hi, Timmy. How are you, hon? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It was so nice to bump into you at I the know. grocery store today. I know. Whole oh Foods. Wait, have... My kids call it Whole Foods. Oh, that's funny. Of course they do. Because when they were kids, <laughs> like, yeah. when they were kids, right. the little kid, they couldn't say whole. Oh, yeah. So they're like, ho. Ho foods. So stuck. I'm like, it's ho, ho, ho foods now. <laughs> I have never been there. So, I mean, I just was in the area. Oh, that's your first time to be there? my first time to be there. And I was um, very impressed. I'm like, okay, I don't care that this is out of the way. I'm coming back here. Yeah. This It reminded me of one I had been in, in Denver. That, yep. You know. That's just what I was going to say. It's the flagship. Mm -hmm. So there's a Whole Foods out in Olathe. Yes. That's not like the a, same. it's not, it's like a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Totally. And that's it. But yeah. it's Whole Foods. This one down here in downtown is it's the classic flagship Whole yes. Foods. Yeah. Yeah. The cheese wall alone. I was like, oh my I know. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Did um, you go upstairs by chance? Upstairs? Yeah. I didn't know there was an upstairs. Yeah, What's upstairs? A, a seating area, like couches oh, and chairs wow. and tables. So you can get your food from the buffet. Okay upstairs and people work from up there is there coffee up there or is it just there's co the coffee bar is right okay. below it oh very but, cool yeah. no i had no idea yeah see i told you yeah. my first time it's there i'm double like decker. <laughs> i was i kept like i'd go down one aisle and then i'd see something and i'd go back and i'm like wait a minute i didn't get that <laughs> like it, it was yeah i need more time yeah. there but it, yeah it was wonderful yep i love it i yes. love whole foods trader joe's and whole foods are my two like go-to's yes I'm hoping that we get a Trader Joe's up north. They were talking about it. Then the pandemic came and they nixed that idea. I guess they didn't want to spend the money. How close but, to, uh, is it not, is it not the legends? Zona. No, Zona Rosa. Yeah. That's, That's it. where it was supposed to go. Evidently. Okay. So hopefully they bring that back. I'm but, sure they will. Yeah. There's so many things going in up north. It's really becoming kind of a hot spot. Very much. And so hopefully that helps upgrade our grocery yeah. options <laughs> <laughs> and i think yes. ever since whole foods uh, were they taken over or bought by amazon i think so. oh maybe I, i'm pretty they're, sure i know they're partnered but yeah, i don't was I think there a... they bought i think amazon bought them oh, okay. anyway okay that helped the prices i do believe oh nice. I, if i'm not mistaken i think that helped because they've always been a little pricey but mm -hmm. you know it's all usually organic it's you know that that's so you're going to yeah. pay more for that. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was, I mean, there was specific things I wanted to get and I was like, well, I'm here. I'll just get them. Yeah. It's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for the experience. Yeah. Absolutely. So I say about the, you know, the $20 drink I get at the speakeasy. That's it's right. the experience I'm paying for. <laughs> it's like, I did that because it was on fire when it came out. Right. <laughs> That's what makes it worth it. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So anything new in your world? Not too much. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, we're kind of getting gearing up at work for basketball season, but yeah, not too much right now. Well, when, when did the Chiefs start? Is that, is that I should know They that. already played. I think they had a, their first pre -season? game last, yes, last first, Thursday, okay. just preseason. Okay. But yeah. It seems like it's September is when they have like their first. Preseason through, yes, at least September. September. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm going to look that up. I'm this just, is not a sports podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs today. <laughs> um, let's see. Preseason, preseason. Ah. Uh, oh, it's okay. So September um, 11th. 
Okay. <coughs> yeah, I think, yep, so I guess that looks like it because, That's yeah, preseason is all through August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first, okay. first game is with the Cardinals on the 11th. Because I know my family talked about uh, my extended, like my cousins and mm-hmm. stuff who live up in uh, Minnesota. Um, they're wanting to come down for, for this game. The Chiefs versus the Bengals on mm-hmm. December. Oh, no, not, no, I'm wrong. Chiefs and the Seahawks on oh, December okay. 24th. Okay. Oh, yeah. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. Yep. I've been to a, I took my kids to a game on Christmas Day one year. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that? It was fun. I uh, mean, they, you know, they were younger and they loved the, they still love the Chiefs. Yeah. But it was, and it snowed, it was freezing. Like it was not so still memorable. It was so memorable. Yeah. And we were, um, I think on the 40 or 50 yard line, yeah, really close. And so it was a great experience for them. Yeah. So I think it's something, if you like football, you should experience it at least Absolutely. a live game's fun. It's hard to beat in your living room with the big screen and yeah, you know, and you, the potty's and, right yeah. here. That's warm. I can <laughs> right. cook, eat. It's exactly. like, and just the, the, sight the the cameras catch it all yes where when you're there even though the excitement of the, i mean you got to do it it it's totally cool i love the live game but man it's hard to beat it from your couch it is yeah i don't know if that's our age but <laughs> maybe that's what <laughs> it is like the comfort of home and yeah i agree with you it, i do enjoy and i like having you know my friends there and some you know, a lot of times when i if i go to a game i'm not i'm with you know one other person or i'm with different friends and yeah you kind of i kind of like the everybody gathered the group, in one, yes and my kids and all of that so yeah but. yeah i'm trying to decide christmas eve i just don't know if i want to give four hours sure i just so i haven't decided um but i'm gonna be doing um thanksgiving down in florida oh this year because right. of yeah shaley my daughter is with child and will be delivering the week of thanksgiving oh my gosh so that's awesome congratulations grandpa i know (laughs) see it's like what are you gonna be called papo oh yeah love that yeah that's awesome my my grandpa was papa which whatever whatever the kid calls me i don't you know i'm not gonna try to change him but and it is a boy but papo is what i'm shooting for i like it yeah i like it yeah so, so what else? What else is new with you, Timmy? Oh my you gosh! Look like you're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the makeup and the moisturizer. Uh, well, I got engaged. What? <laughs> hey, oh, that's right. <laughs> what the? I got engaged. Yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah. You know. Does it shut off? It does. It does. Okay. Gosh. I'm not. It's not that I'm surprised because I was always open to love. But I, and I've been very vulnerable and honest throughout this podcast about my journey, like all of my journey. It's all, I put it all out here. There were a few moments of, you know, gosh, like, you know, am I being too picky? You know, am I just not, you know, my way uglier than I thought I was? You know, like there was definitely a struggle at times where I thought, gosh, am I just going to be single for like, is this, Mm -hmm. you know, is there just not a fit out there for me? You know, am I too particular? Um, I don't know. And I I don't, I I, I would assume singles go through that. I, I just know that there were definitely those moments of like, I really had to, cause I'm a pretty eternal optimist. That's just kind of my bend. Luckily, thank God. 
Um, so I was pretty hope filled, you know, just thought, you know, I guess this is going to take longer than I thought. Like mm -hmm. it's th that's the prevailing thought that I was going through that. I just thought that I would have met someone sooner, but then I also realized that there's a timing involved that, you know, I was still growing. There were still some things that I really needed to, to learn, to really give this relationship the best of Timmy, you know, like the best possible, you know, chance of being a, a magical, wonderful relationship, you know? Yeah. And you know, they, that thing that the people say, you know, you'll, you'll know, you'll know. So how when, did you know? Yeah. Time. That's mm -hmm. one of the things that you and I preach a lot about that is you've got to spend time with someone. And I knew I liked her, you know, I met her over a year ago. And I liked her, you know, like there was something about her demeanor. Of course, she's beautiful. I thought she was pretty, but it was more than that, Pammy. It really was. It was more than that. I, I saw something in her that superseded her beauty. And it was this beauty from within that, that really captured my interest. And here's why this is going to be, I'm just going to say this, how my brain works as a guy. You know, some women you look at and you, you just, you are sexually aroused and how I can put it in just my own words is I could see, you know, I've seen people before, like, you know, when I was dating, I would see someone and I mean, instantly I wanted to bed them. Like I just, I wanted to bed them. I didn't even know them. Right. So who knows if I could have had a relationship with them. I just, I wanted to bed them. And what was different with Jessica is that. It, it, there was a love piece that was mixed in there. It was like, I looked at her and thought, wow, I want to get to know you. And yes, like I'm physically attracted to you and I want to be naked with you. But it was just, I just, something about her just kind of captured my attention. And that stayed for, you know, a year as we chit chatted a little bit online. And then when we went out, it was just the kind of the progression was we went out. The first date was really great. You know, I did my standard coffee date mm -hmm. and we had great conversation and we chit chatted, you know, back and forth a little bit, you know, I'd send her a text pretty much every day. You know, I'm a, I'm not the good morning, good afternoon, good night necessarily, but I don't know why, but I'm a little big on the good morning. Like first mm -hmm. thing in the morning. Well, you're a morning person. Yeah. So, and so oftentimes I get up in the morning and I'd be like, Hey, good morning. You know, I hope your day is great today. And I look forward to our next date in a couple of days, you know, I would just super simple. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she'd reply. And then if I thought of something, you know, but I was just very gradual. And then the second date went really, really well. And I thought, man, this is interesting. You know, just like in all other relationships that I've been in, even the ones that I thought were really a potential, you know, mm -hmm. like this person's attractive. I like them. They're funny that, you know, all the different things, you know, pretty quick after three or four or five dates, you, you're like, Oh, yeah, I mean, they're this, this, and this, but I don't know about this piece. You know what I mean? Like there's always, I don't know if I can, you know, and that's part of a relationship. I think as you get to know each other, things come up and sometimes, yeah, they are things that you can get clarity on or you can work through and all, of course. But also I think because of my age and having been married before and knowing the things that that we weren't compatible with 
stayed, those stayed there mm -hmm. for the entire time. You know, those didn't really ever change per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and not that that's a, like a bad thing, but I just, I'm saying it's like that thing that irritated me in the first month, year 25 was still, still. irritating to me. Right? <laughs> right. So, uh, so I'm, I'm very keenly aware of where aren't we compatible and are the pieces where we are compatible great enough to supersede this other stuff? Does that mm -hmm. make any sense? Yes. Yes. So, you know, day three, day four, and I'm like, okay, like, why isn't anything coming up yet? You know, like, honestly, I was like, what? Like, why isn't, surely there's going to be something that's going to irritate me, you know, and vice versa, irritate her. You know, like, surely I'm going to irritate her. Like, there's going to be something about me that, that I drive too aggressive or I'm too clean or too perfection, like whatever. Like, you know, there's going to be something. <laughs> Date six, date eight, date 10, date 12, you know, month two, month three. Month, and I'm just like, okay, this is weird. Like we <laughs> really get along. We eat the same. We just have similar tastes, similar spiritual views, similar emotionally thought, you know, like what she thinks of how you handle an issue and how I like to handle issues is the same ish. You know what I mean? Like, so there was this element of it, it wasn't hard. And right. even, I mean, going back to when you were talking about your first date and your second date, you know, there, it seems to me like there was an ease of conversation. There was, you know, all of this, just things just didn't, they weren't hard. Right. And they, you know, not that that can't be a part of a relationship that's successful, sure. but it just sounds like, it just flowed for you guys. Yes, it did. And I think that's a, so how did I know? You know, I knew I liked her, you know, I, she, she was pretty and I, I liked her personality. So I was like, Oh, I like her. I'm, I'm interested to continue to talk and date and see what develops. And this is one of the things that was important to me, but we were, we weren't engaging in intimacy um, until we knew that there was like, I think there's something special here. Not that we were like definitely going to get married or in love or right. just that uh, sh both of us wanted to be sure that this had a real potential to mm -hmm. be something before we crossed that intimate line. Yes. And then, you know, once that piece, once we felt like, wow, like I really like her, she really likes me. Intimacy is going to be happening soon. I would assume. And it, you know, that went great. Um, yeah. And I guess for me, when I realized she made me forget all the other women, mm -hmm. that was it for me. Yeah. When I, when I literally didn't care about who's on Tinder, mm -hmm. who's on Bumble, what am I missing? Who else might be out there? And unfortunately everybody, for the most part, there were some women that I, thought had potential, but they didn't feel it towards me. Right. Well, clearly that's not love. No. <laughs> or, you know, that's not the magic piece. And so like I told you off, off mic, we were talking, I said, you know, when you know, you'll know, but, but the magic is when I know, I know. And when they know, and no, like it's both mm -hmm. of us feeling the same way. Right. You love me. I love you. That's where the magic begins. Cause we've all had people love us that we're like, gosh, I don't, I wish I could like you, but I just don't, you know, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think that was another magic piece that as I kept thinking, oh my gosh, like this girl is literally perfect for me. And there was a little, not anxiety. I don't really get much anxiety, but that excitement, but also a little nervousness of, you know, is she going to feel towards me how I feel towards her? Yes. And, and I was starting to like her enough that that really started kind of scaring me because Mm -hmm. I thought I could see myself really loving this girl. Like I really, really could see her being like someone I spend my life with. So was the the feeling of, of being scared was that if she didn't reciprocate, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. If, if she wasn't feeling that way towards me, you know, and pretty quickly on, I mean, I could sense that she did though, you know, when I, when I told her that I loved her, she didn't say it back and which is oh fine. Cause I even told her, I said, listen, I'm going to say something. You don't have to reply or respond in any way other than whatever would be real. Like I said, but I love you. I said, I said, I know I do. Like, it's not, it's not just like I feel this way though. I do, but it's like, there's a deep profound love for you that, that is, you know, kind of freaking me out, but I just have to tell you, um, because I said, you know, what if I died tonight and I didn't get a chance to tell you and you didn't get a chance to know, you know? So, so I did. And I think it was a week or so later, uh, it's funny. It's, we were we were at the park. Actually, we were at Loose Park uh, with with Howard and Laura, oh, some yeah. friends. We were yeah. just having a picnic, drinking some old fashions, just sitting on a blanket oh, fun. with them. <laughs> you know, they're talking, we're talking, we're talking to each other. We're talking to you know me and Jess talking, and then they're, they're talking. Like we're just chit chatting, having a good time, and and something I forget what what I did, and I just said, I just leaned over and I go, I love you, hon, and she goes, I love you too, and I was like, <laughs> I literally I looked at her, and I was like. What? <laughs> I was like, with Howard Lawyer, right? Like, and they didn't even hear it. I mean, it was right. just between us. Yeah. But I was just like, she didn't care at that point. No. She just wanted you to know, regardless. No. And it was so sweet because I said, we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you just said it. That is awesome. And she goes, and then it was funny because we did talk about it later. And she goes, well, she goes, I just knew. She goes, I, I knew I did. She goes, but I wanted to be certain. She's more calculated. Um, but she's like, I don't want to say it to you unless I know for sure, for sure. And so, you know, she waited that's, until she knew. Yeah. Um, I think that's important. Yeah. I mean, so many people just, they want, they want the other person to feel comfortable. Yeah. I, and I, I would love for you to expand, you know, tell us more about your mindset and how you got to the place where you were able to say, I love you to her without expecting that in return mm, and feeling confident about that. Yeah. And, you know, because I think a lot of us, get in that position where we feel that about someone and we're so afraid to say it because we want so badly for the other person to yeah. say it back. Yeah. But that's not how it works. Yeah. Gosh, Pam, that's such a, I've been thinking a lot about this and things like this. For example, people talk about, um, you know, self-respect and not giving their power away and, you know, um, you know, I'm going to honor myself and these kind of things, which, and I'm all in favor of all those all those things make sense to me, but there's also this piece of me that I think I've, uh, I think you've said this before. I have to be true to me at the end of the day, regardless of whether she loves me or not is immaterial. I love her. Yeah. And so 
I didn't need her to love me, to validate me, to. Or validate the fact that you loved her. Right. It didn't matter. I did love her. Even if she would have said, I don't love you and whatever, I'd be like, well, it doesn't change. I still love you, Yeah. you know, and now, you know, and so, you know, I, I feel, and this is true with relationships. I'm going to go a little off, but come back to this. I've had encounters before with people either, you know, family or friends or whatever, where someone may have done me wrong. And in my mind, yes, they owe me an apology. Let's just say, but I am such a big proponent on love is the prime primo thing. So I'm willing to submit myself and to bow down to heal a relationship, even when I'm not the one in the wrong. And, and, and I think for me personally, for example, let, I'm just going to pull something out of my butt. You would never do this, but let's say you, you got mad at me for something and, and did something hurtful. You said something to something, whatever you did something. Even though you're the one that would be in the wrong and that, yeah, technically you should be the one that comes to me and says, Hey, listen, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, whatever. But in my mind, the way my brain works is I will reach out. I I don't mind like, and I'm not sure if this is humbling, but it would be like, I don't mind humbling myself and saying, Hey, listen, you know, I would love to mend this relationship, you know, and I don't want it to be broken. And some people feel like that's like, well, that's not selfish, but you know, they should come to me. They're the one that did the wrong thing. <laughs> that's just stubbornness. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I, I it really is, I'm, I'm yeah. having trouble a little bit with my words, identifying that, but I see that so many times in relationships where one is got hurt and because mm-hmm. they got hurt and yes, technically, yes, the person that hurt you should be the one that comes to you, Sure, but it doesn't always, can't cross- you be the bigger person? Can't right. you be the one that reaches out the right. palm branch kind of? I feel really strongly about that. So going back to the thing that I loved, I said, I love you. And whether she said it back, it didn't matter because it doesn't matter. It, her loving me, I am loved by myself. Like I don't need her to, I mean, now that we're, you know, hello, I asked her to marry me. I wouldn't have done that. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? It's, I didn't need anything from her. It's not, it wasn't about her. You know, I loved her period. It, regardless of what, what she thought for me. And I knew that she would say it when she felt it. And she's also a person that she's very much a, a woman of her word. So she's not going to tell someone she loves them unless she means it. Right. So I was willing to wait. Cause I'm like, when she does say it, like, I know she fucking means it. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So anyway, I, I think when it comes to relationship and you know what, this is a good lesson. Cause we're going to talk about fighting. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't mind eating humble pie in, in instances like that. For the like, sake of the relationship. Yes. Even if I'm fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like even if we're, you know, like if, if Jess and I were fighting for, I don't know, fighting over something. Like I love her. I don't, I wouldn't want her to be mad at me for something I actually did do, or I wouldn't want her 
you know, to carry around how she maybe hurt would have hurt me and, and yet she's doesn't know how to talk about it. And so I, and then I'm cold and silent and trying to hurt her more through my silent treatment. Like, I don't, I just don't, I'm too old for that. Pammy. Yeah. I'm just, I'm too old. And I think weed has helped me. I know this sounds so <laughs> crazy and people that don't know this or don't ex- have an experience weed. Weed has for sure helped me with my ego. It has really somehow, some way, and I've, I've heard this before. So when I, when I've heard this said by other people, I'm like, okay, I guess it's a thing, but marijuana has really helped to somehow rewire parts of my brain that make me, my ego is pretty, like I have a big ego, but I mean, it's, it's pretty subdued. Like I don't get. Like, well, I'll tell you, well, I'm not going to talk to them anymore. I'm not going to go in that store and buy anything. I don't, and I've never, I've never really been like that anyway, but I'm even more so if someone does something to hurt me and they don't recognize it, I don't mind being the one to be like, Hey, you know, you, you, I feel like this got blown way out of proportion is that, you know I mean? I don't yeah, know. I, yeah. A little bit. I haven't smoked weed. That's part of my problem right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, yes. I, I think that when it comes to relationships, people get hurt and they don't know how to be vulnerable and say that it hurt. So they act mad, mm-hmm. which is the mask emotion. Right. It is. Yes. They do anger yep. and same with bitterness, resentment, all that stuff is, is you were hurt, right? Someone hurt you, your feelings got hurt. And now you've put up this thing to protect yourself, Yes, which mm. is so normal. But like me saying, I love you. I knew she wasn't going to say it at that time, but, and so I didn't, I didn't care about protecting myself. Right. I don't know. Well, I think that is so, it's so important for people to hear that part of it the the piece of you love yourself you, i mean you have love for yourself yes. not not in an egotistical way it's a that internal love of knowing who you are accepting who you are and loving who you are that put you in a position to be able to attract someone of that same you know mindset that same energy yeah and that's where like true love can build because you both are in that, that space. Yeah. And uh, to me, that's authentic love. When you can love someone regardless of how they feel about you in that moment. Yeah. To me, that's authentic love. Yeah. And the only way to, to experience that with someone else is to experience it with yourself first. Yeah. So I think that's key. And I, yeah. and we, preach that all the time too. It's like, you've got to work on yourself Yeah. as long as you, you know, when you're still expecting those things to come from the outside world, you're going to continue to be disappointed and discouraged because it doesn't come from that. It comes from inside. Well, and I think the other piece is, you know, I talked about like, if someone does you wrong that you reach out with the olive branch, whatever, every relationship we hurt each other at some, sure. at some, even if it's very minor, like it, 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 you know, 
I asked you to pick something up at the grocery store and you went to the grocery store and got everything but what I asked for. <laughs> something, right? It could be something right. so small, right? And you get butt hurt about it and all that. So I'm not talking about big things. It could just be anything, right? You asked, you know, you asked your husband or whatever to to have dinner ready when you got home. He fucking forgot and sat in front of the TV and you get home and he's got nothing, yeah. right? And he forgot and whatever. In a relationship... So it's not just that someone did me wrong and I reach out the olive branch, but if they think I did something wrong, I pour into that. Mm. I really like if, if you, if you came to me and said, you know, that really hurt my feelings, whatever, when you did that, I'd be like, really? Like, what, when, when did I do this? How did this, you know, what was the context? Like, I don't even remember this. I didn't do it to hurt you, but like, tell me more. And I would, even if I felt like, you know, maybe way inside, like, Pammy, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like, I know I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm, I, I don't, don't remember. Yeah. This. I don't even yeah. remember this, Yeah, but the fact that you feel this way, I'm deeply like, oh my gosh, well, like this is like, she's hurt. So how can I mend this and how can I, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm quick. Some people don't believe in this. I do. I really, really strongly actually believe in this, but there are some people that do not believe in this. Well, if I'm not wrong, I'm not apologizing. Oh my I, gosh. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah. you know, <laughs> if, even if I maybe can't recognize how I was wrong, but if someone, if someone is that I love is offended or hurt by something that they say I've done or that I did do, but they took it however they took it, that hurt them. I don't think, I don't think the right position is, well, I didn't do that. Or I didn't mean that you totally took that wrong. Like I'm, I don't, I just pay me. I don't operate that way. And I know a lot of people do. I just don't see that as a way to work out or how to get along in a relationship. Does that make any sense? I mean, what, when you think about fighting, what, what is necessary in you know, if someone comes to you and says that you've done something wrong or they, they, they're hurt by something you've done or said, mm -hmm. what's your position? Fuck you. You're wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. You see me saying that. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, how do we fix this? I mean, I've always been that way. Yeah. How do we fix this? I, and I don't like walking away from something. I might need a little bit of time to process something, but I prefer to just talk it out in a very you know, calm yeah. manner. But for me, it's the idea of, especially in a partnership or in a marriage, we're on the same team. Yeah, That's the part that I think can be forgotten. And then it becomes me against you. Yeah, It should never be that. It should never get to that point. I mean, if you're, if you're a partnership, you're, you know, you're a couple, you're a team, yeah. you're on the same team. Yeah. And I, um, so I'm, I love this uh, series on Netflix called Virgin River. Oh, I'm not seeing it. Um, it's yeah. I, I know there's a lot of females out there that probably are like, Oh my God, I love Virgin. It is really good. And um, there's a couple in there and they've, you know, they've been together and they've broken up. They've been together and broken up, but this season, and I'm not going to give anything away, but their dynamic is deepening. Like their relationship, their love for each other is deepening and the way that they fight to me is so healthy. And every time something happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, they handled that so well. She's calm. 
She's trying to understand him. There's no yelling. There's, you know, and there, and then it's like, they'll have a moment where there's a situation and they're disagreeing and they have to move on with their lives. They have things to do. So they have to stop the conversation. Then they'll come to another scene where they're, they're back in a different element and they engage with with each other out of love. The topic may not come up right then, but then the next time they're back together in a, you know, out of their work elements or whatever, they bring it back, back around. Uh And so to me, and just watching it is like, oh my gosh, like that is so amazing how they're doing that and how they're fighting and they're working through all of these challenges together because they love each other. So how, how have you either in the past or how do you, if you're in a disagreement, you know, the, you're, you're in a relationship and it's, it's hit rocky ground. If someone has brought something to your attention that they feel like you've done something wrong. And of course, then, you know, you're feeling like they've done something wrong. How do you work through that? Like how, you know, cause I think we all think we're right. Mm-hmm. Like typically in any situation that goes bad, well, clearly it wasn't me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like clearly I wasn't the one, but that's not true. Like I think it's both people always, you know, there's both to blame in little pieces, but what about when, or have you ever had a situation where someone thought something and you didn't see it? Did it stay that way? Did you, contemplate and maybe kind of see it or, you know, I'm trying to get to like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, I've had those situations, um, where something occurred and, um, the person was upset and immediately instead of, and I remember this one particular situation, I was dating someone and they accused, they accused, and I mean, I'm going to use that word just because I don't know how else to say it, but accused me of, being in a relationship with someone else at the same time or having had a relationship with someone that I had never had a relationship with was a friendship. And I don't even know what happened to give him this idea that I had even had a relationship with this person. No idea at all. And just came out of nowhere. And I was shocked. And my immediate response was I wanted to understand what did I do that, that caused this, but I could never, never get that out of him. But at that time, um, I've done a lot of work on myself since then, but at that time I went to anger, I shut down and I was like, well, if you're going to treat me this way, then you can just go fuck off, you know, because this is not, I don't deserve this. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know, that was my, my, my thinking on that. Yeah. And we ended up talking about it later, but it still never felt right because there was no um, understanding or, you know, no explanation. And I think at that time I was just so hurt by the idea that he would think that I had had this relationship with this person who I never would have, you know, I mean, it just was bizarre. And um, I think I was more hurt by that, that we never did come to an understanding on it, you know, and I would do it much different now. Uh, You know, I would definitely step back and uh, try to understand what, you know, what was he feeling? Yeah. Why was he feeling that way? 
And how can I help him to understand, you know, a different position or what can I do to help? Yeah. That's, you know, that's where I'm at now. It's like, I just want to be able to repair the relationship. Yeah. Let's talk through it. Yeah. Yeah. When people say that phrase, you know, we'll just have to agree to disagree. Mm. I find that intriguing. It's, it is. Depends on what it's about. I know it's intriguing. Like we're talking about political stuff. Yeah. We're going to have to agree to disagree because you see this, Mm -hmm. you know, this way and I see it this other way. And that, that just is the way it is. But when it's, when it's about a human relationship, something, and you feel I've done something wrong, even if I feel like I didn't do something wrong, there, that person feels like I did something wrong. Like, right. yeah, I really need this explained to me because you feel I did something wrong. I don't. So clearly we're at an impasse here. You think I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. Yeah. So help me understand what it is that you're feeling and how you got to that place of feeling like that instead of, you know, I did nothing wrong. You know, digging in your heels. Yes. Yes. That's the thing that there's one trait that does not work in a relationship. And that's, um, um, what's the word, uh, where you're inflexible stubbornness. Yeah. (laughs) Stubbornness. Uh, what's the, the other word? Um, not just stubborn, well, selfish for sure. But yeah, if you are incapable of like, it's my way or the highway, (laughs) like if that is an attitude that you have, I would really give you a, a pause that a relationship might not be the road for you. Like Mm -hmm. if you have to have it your way or the highway and you're real, like adamant, like stubborn, man, like, because it does that. Well, what that means is for one person, it's going to be a miserable relationship because unless you align with this person, you're going to do what they need you to do. Mm -hmm. And that's no relationship at all. I'm such a firm believer that a relationship is it's not about my happiness and it's not about my partner's happiness. It's about our happiness. It's, it's mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. It's not like I want sex every day. So we're going to have sex every day in order for me to be happy. (laughs) It's well, now if they want sex every day, well then yeah, that's great. We'll have sex every day because that's what we both want. Mm -hmm. But if they want sex twice a day, and you want it once a day, well, then there needs to be maybe some days we do twice. Like, I mean, there's got to be a way to, it's not about one person getting their way and the other right. person gives in. Always, yes. Right. Always, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's yes. that does not work in a relationship. It won't work, work. It might work for a while, but it will never work long term. Right. Yeah. You have to be able to really see an from another person's perspective. I mean, if someone has said, Timmy, you hurt me. I really get curious. Like I want to know all the ins and outs so that I can understand how I might've been wrong when I don't think I am wrong. I think that's key is when, I mean, our, our nature is to protect ourselves. Right. And fight or flight. We're going to, you know, we're just going to protect ourselves learning how to step 
back from that and say, okay, right now, setting myself aside, my own feelings, my own for this person, because they came to me and they are feeling a certain way. Therefore, what I feel right now doesn't matter what they're feeling does. Ooh, and that's a listening, good way to put it. listening to them and, and working with that. Yeah. And then go deal with your feelings on your own because I mean, you don't, not, I'm not saying you, you sh I don't think it's when someone comes to me and says, you, you know, I feel this way. I feel hurt by something you said, whatever I start feeling because they said that has nothing to do with the situation. Right. Therefore I'll deal with that separately Yeah. because that's my own stuff coming up because someone said something to me. So I'm not going to backfire and say after, after they're all good, I'm not going to say, okay, now let's talk about how you just made me feel. Right. <laughs> that is, that's, that's not good. Right. Deal with that on your own, you yeah. know? But, um, but yeah, it's just, you have to just give space for that person yeah, and let them share. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and then you create the safe space. Yeah. I think you have to develop that in a relationship, especially if you, you know, think in the honeymoon phase and everything is great, you have your first disagreement or your first fight. You gotta, you've got to learn how to build that safe space yeah. so that when it happens again, cause it will. Yeah. Um, that safe space is already created and you know, you can build on that. Yeah. And I think it goes along with the, I may have told this story before. I have a friend, her name is Jennifer. She was in a really bad car accident. And so she gets scared in the car. And when I've had her in the car in the past, I'm a real aggressive, fast driver, just how I drive. She was getting super nervous. And so I was like, oh, so to accommodate her nervousness, I drove like more like a grandma, so to speak. <laughs> um, and so here's some thoughts. Should she be scared? No. Is it okay that I'm driving a little bit aggressive? Yes, it's okay. But as a compassionate human that loves my mm -hmm. friend, mm -hmm. I want to accommodate her in her weakness, yeah. meaning, yeah, she shouldn't be anxiety ridden in a car, but she is. Right. And so I accommodate her. I'm big enough and strong enough. And so I have enough self-worth that to, for me to, to accommodate or to bend or to bow to her doesn't deflate me at all. And I've heard people feel that way. Like, well, they did me wrong. You know, they owe me an apology. Therefore I'm doubling down because I have enough self-respect to put in my mind I, that doesn't, I don't, that doesn't ring in my mind like that. That it, doesn't seem like self-respect mm -mm. to me. No, in other words, right. I have enough self-respect to get up off my high horse, right. come down to your hurt, even though maybe you are wrong. Maybe, maybe I really didn't do anything wrong and you just are wrong and you're feeling that way. But even then, Pammy, I would come down off, down off my throne, so to speak, to kneel down and to get more clarity, you know, and really try to seek understanding of how I can repair this. Um, and that's one of the, one of the, this a lot of this comes from the John Gottman Institute. I don't know if you're familiar with the John Gottman oh, yes. Institute. Um, but in his, 
which you guys can look him up. Just look up John Gottman. But he wrote a book about uh, healthy relationships. And in it, one of the chapters talks about how to fight and fight fair. I do this in my premarital classes. And there's, uh, I think it's four or five things, and I'll read them off, and the five things, and we can talk about them. So he talks about soften your startup, you know, how you how you talk to someone like, you know, if you come at someone like, you're a fucking idiot. And you never, and I can't believe it. You know, that's not, that's not a soft startup. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Fingers pointing <laughs> everywhere. Yes. Yeah. That's not yeah. helpful. That doesn't yes. open someone up to go, I would like to discuss right. this with you. Yes. Yeah, sit down with me. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's have a glass of wine. <laughs> um, number two, learn to send and receive repair attempts. Um, you know, being able to soothe a hot situation, you know, if, if there's anger there, be able to soothe it. One of the things that I like to do is even if I'm mad, I, be, I might say, you know, I'm, I'm really hurt. I'm very, I feel very angry right now. Um, you know, not at you necessarily, but you know, I'm very angry that we're fighting or angry that we're disagreeing. You know, I love you. I know we'll work this out. You know, I just, I need to, calm down here just a little bit. Cause I'm a little irritated. Um, but I know we'll work this out. Like I know we'll, we'll figure this out together. That's a softer startup. Mm-hmm. I think then, you know, yes. and, and, and also trying to send like a, a repair attempt, like, Hey, listen, your blood's boiling. My blood's boiling. I'm just going to acknowledge that my blood's boiling and like, let you know, Hey, I care about you. We're going to work this out. I know we will. Let's, you know, we're not against each other. We're for each other. Right. You know, that's the repair attempt. And then he talks about soothing yourself and each other, kind of that same thing. But knowing that what he calls flooded emotions, when you go screaming at someone, the flooding happens mm-hmm. and then people shut down. Yes. Or they flood back. It just gets mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. and it escalates super quick. Very quickly. You know, all of a sudden they say something mean. So you say something mean and they say something meaner and you say the meanest fucking thing ever. And it's just through the roof, you know, yeah. uh, not, not helpful. Oh gosh. I love this one. Number four compromise. <laughs> it's yeah. not always one way. Like you gotta have to, everybody's got to give a little. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is address emotional injuries. Oh my God. That's a, <laughs> that's why he's the master, right? <laughs> he's, he's the master at this. So soften your startup. What, how important you think what you say, uh, and he talks, he talks about take responsibility, complain without blame who start with I rather than start, you. Yep, that's a big one. Describe what is happening. Oh, these are, see, these are so great. Be polite, Mm -hmm. be appreciative. Don't let things build up. I think that's, you know, part of it is don't wait. Don't wait until, I mean, you can wait until you're not so, you know, you're not level 10. Right. And you've come down to like a level five to address something and bring something to someone else. I think that's part of the softening is just waiting until you yourself have gotten to a point where you can verbalize it, you know, intelligently (laughs) instead of emotionally. Um, And there's a, uh, when, when, because our, you know, we are geared for fight or flight, 
we lose all critical and creative thinking where, when we're in that mode. So, and I've, and I've experienced that myself and I, you know, I grew up, um, we didn't express our anger. We just didn't, we didn't uh, express it. We didn't talk about it. So I, so when any, anytime someone was angry and this occurred in my marriage as well, I shut down. I didn't know what to do with it. It wasn't an emotion that I was comfortable with. I didn't know much about it. And so, um, and I didn't even know when I felt it. So it was something that I just didn't understand. And so for years, anytime someone was angry, I would have the same, like, I, I would just completely shut down and I could not, I, you know, they, they might ask me how I feel about something or why did I do something? I couldn't even talk. Like I couldn't tell them why, because I had no ability to think. Interesting. And so I think that's so, it's so important. If you are the person who has been offended or hurt by something, take the time to get yourself down to a level that you can think through what it is. And if you can repair it on your own, do it, (laughs) you know, Yeah. but if it's a situation that's occurred multiple times, you still want to address it. Yeah. But you know, if you can, you know, then genuinely go to that person and you're in a calm state, it's going to be a lot different conversation than if you're at a 10 and you're going at them with fingers pointing and the, yeah. the red face and the anger and all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt that how we approach is as much is a, is as important as, you know, what we're actually saying is like how we say exactly. it. Exactly. And when we say fighting, you know, the title of this podcast is, you know, how we fight, how to fight. I think the big overarching words would be, you know, fight, respectably, honorably, lovingly, right? If we if we're fighting in a way to really to seek to resolve the issue rather than to win. You know, if I'm fighting to win or to make you feel bad or to to punish you, to, you know, to to discipline you, I don't I don't find that that helpful. Like no matter what the topic is, if you're in a relationship with someone like like sex could be a fight, right? Well, we both want a healthy sex life. We have the same goal and we're in a monogamous relationship so we can only have sex with each other. So clearly you and I as teammates need to just express our feelings of what a healthy sex life would look like. Like what does a healthy sex life look like for you? What does a healthy sex life look like to me? Not you never and blah, blah, blah. No, we both want a healthy sex life. What does that mean? Oh, for you, it's quantity. Okay. And for you, it's quality. Okay. Well, how can we get quantity and quality into our sex life? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I realize that, you know, it's easy for, easy for me to say this like this. I mean, you know, when you're in the thick of something, you know, we, we have tempers, we have, we get irritated, you know, something happens, you know, and it, it frustrates us and makes us angry and, and I get it. And even when it's, you know, like if you want sex and you get turned down, that's frustrating. It's irritating. Depends on how horny you were. It could really be irritating, <laughs> right? you know, but that's, that's something to rather. So let's just put that. Cause that's a big one. Cause I've done a lot of coaching with couples and that's what's going on. You know, they're not having in his mind. They never have sex and in her mind. It's already too much, whatever. <laughs> and I'm just being that generic. So I've often said this, well, what do you, 
you know, what does that look like for you? And then a, let's dig into this. Are, are you being romantic? Are you making her want to make love to you? Are you, you know, are you romanticizing her to make, you know, how do you treat her? How do you talk to her? You know, I mean, it, it, how it foreplay is everything. It's everything. It Meaning I don't mean yeah. just touching. I mean, it's, it's everything. everything from the second you wake up in the morning, that's where foreplay begins. And I really, really believe that if you're treating your partner, right, you're always in a space of potentially being able to have sex because you're always in a good place. Right. You're, you're always treating them sweetly. So they're like, well, yeah, if you want to get naked, I want to get naked mm -hmm. because it's a good vibe. Yes. But if you're talking to them with disrespect, if you're, you know, d doing shitty things and you're not holding up your end of the bargain and you're falling short on whatever, like, I don't yeah. like what, I don't understand why you think there's a problem here. Your whenever expectation yeah. is a little off. Yeah. Like when's the last time you took her on a date? Mm -hmm. Oh, six months ago. Maybe that has something to do with it. Could you be, know, like yeah. maybe you could be better at creating fun dates that would make her want to be intimate with you. And and maybe, maybe you're doing all those things and it's still, well, then that's fine. It's, it's a conversation. Like, right. you know, why you could just ask, why don't you want to have sex with me? And then hopefully she'll tell you yeah, and, or he'll tell you, you know, uh, maybe he's having ED issues and he's scared and nervous. And so it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with him. He doesn't want to fail, you know, being able to perform. So it's just easier not to right. like, yeah. like it could be so yeah. many things that we get so in a tizzy thinking it's them we or us. Make a lot of assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. It might be something. Well, he doesn't want me. He doesn't love me anymore. Actually, it could be something. So not that, and you're not going to know unless you ask. And of course I would say, you know, then he needs to be honest, be able to be vulnerable and say, yeah, here's what's up. You know, I didn't know how to bring it to you or how to say it. You know, but the reality is there's a lot of other ways and things you can do. Right. You know, <laughs> I mean, there just is. Yes. And I, yeah. And I think the awareness of your partner, I think that's key is knowing your partner and where they're at in that, you know, emotionally, um, you know, getting to a place where you understand each other. Yeah. And, and, you know, you just, you can sense it when they're off. Yeah. And instead of, you know, like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, what do you need? Like, yeah. what can I do to help? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. But I also want to address this whole idea of calling it a fight. Yeah. Because not everything is a fight. And I think if we, as couples and partners, whatever, it, it would just, you know, use par couple. As a couple, if you go into, um, any situation where you're hurt or you disagree or whatever, and you call it a fight, mm -hmm. it'll be a fight. Yeah. So I feel like, and I know that there's, I've heard this before. There's couples out there who have like a safe word or a, a phrase that they use when they have been, when they're in that, that space of, yeah. of needing to repair something. Um, and it doesn't involve the word fight. And I can't recall right no. now, but you know, everybody, everybody comes up with their own thing, you know, um, yeah. you know, I, whatever it is, you know, I need to take the trash out. I don't know. You know, yeah. whatever yeah. it's, you're having a moment yeah, and you need the other person to be there for you. So I just, I think how you phrase things, words are very important. Mm -hmm. How you phrase things as a couple, um, 
will determine the outcome of that particular situation. Yeah. So finding a way to, you know, it's, um, it's a conversation. It's, you know, it's something else other than fight, because I think fight just says we're on opposite teams. Right. We're not on opposite teams, you know, I mean, we're not battling each other. It's team meeting. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have a team powwow. Everyone in the conference room now. (laughs) (laughs) Because really that's what it is. It's two people on the same team having a discussion. Strategizing. Yeah. They're figuring out how we can resolve this conflict. Yes, exactly. You know, how can we make, how can, how can. I think this is an important position if you're in a partnership. How can I make this better? You yes. know, what what can I do to to improve our sex life, our budget, our communication, our date life, whatever it is, mm-hmm. what can I do? Now I realize that, you know, if outside of of addictions and super, you know, bad acting, you know, meaning like, uh, yeah, I can't even, my mind's a little, a little bit blank, but it's to have this kind of a healthy conversation. It really would necessitate and be important for both people to be fairly emotionally mature. Yes. Right. And and not the type of people that just fly off at the, off their freaking handle Mm -hmm. and, and they just, you know, their anger goes from zero to a hundred and they're throwing shit and punching holes in the walls and like, you know, and no offense to people like that, but I mean, you know, like, you know, if you're young, that's acceptable. But if you're old, like, come on, let's, let's grow up. Like we shouldn't be punching <laughs> holes in walls as we grow older, yes. you know? Yeah. And especially in a, in a relationship. And if that's happening to me, that's violence. That is. And that is very, um, that is, yeah, not That's acceptable. what you expect a teenager it's to do. It's not acceptable. I don't yeah. even expect my teenagers to do that. If my teenager's doing that, still unacceptable. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's right, right. <laughs> there is a difference to me. I'm all about expressing emotion, but in a healthy way. Yeah. And punching walls and, you know, violent outbursts is not healthy. Yeah. I don't care what people say. You know, yeah. I I just don't think that's healthy. Yeah. Um, And especially in, you know, in a family dynamic or in a relationship, to me, that is a red flag and I'm out. Yeah. Now I have encouraged people, like I said, if you have a punching bag downstairs, you know, go work out that aggression, you know, go for a bike ride, go doing something physical. Yeah. Like, yes. Right. And and maybe as a guy, there have been times I've put the gloves on and I just beat the crap out of the punching bag just to get that aggression out, but I don't necessarily look at that as violence. That's I'm, not, I'm yeah, working that's, it out. That's different. Yeah. You're not destroying, destroying property. You're exactly. not, you know what I mean? Like you're, <laughs> yes. you're, you're going to a gym, you're finding, you know, you're finding that outlet on something that's meant to be hit. Yes. That's my, that's right. the difference. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I realized that, or at least from what I've heard, you know, some people, like this sounds all good. What we're saying, it all sounds good, you know, to start softly mm-hmm. and to look for repairs. I guess the question is, what do you do when that, you know, isn't happening? You know, what if your partner comes at you full blazes, guns loaded, you know, what do you do then? Run. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot them, stab them. I don't know. 
Okay, that'd solve it real quick. <laughs> Relationship <Gosh>. over. <laughs> Deleted. Yeah, gosh, you know, you know, I realize this, Pam. We, we, you and I talk on this podcast, and I think I'm sometimes unaware. I've, I couldn't be in a relationship with someone that's contentious. Um, you know, I've had friends that have been with, uh, women that are, you know, crazy contentious and, and I'm in, you know, you've talked about girlfriends that have been with guys that are crazy and contentious. I just, <laughs> I, I've never dated anyone more than one time that was like that. And I was like, no, like, I'm not, no, like that. That's like, that's such a big red, red flag for me, but, but I don't come from a contentious family. Right. I was raised in a family, not perfect. Yes, we had our dysfunction like every family does, but we had, we handled conflict in a healthy way. You know, there was love and respect in our conversations. There was never, you're a piece of shit. Get the fuck out. Blah, blah. Like that was I, like, mm -hmm. I've never experienced that ever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So I know that there are homes that are like that. Sure. I, yeah, I think you and I are a little bit naive to that. Yeah, having, I guess so. Having not experienced that type of a, a relationship or dynamic. Yeah. Um, and it definitely exists out there. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm with you. I, I can't, I will not date someone who is angry or contentious or, you know, constantly volatile. Yeah. It just, it is, it is not, that is not. The bubble I live in. <laughs> and I wonder, you know, gosh, Pammy, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm, I'm feeling in my spirit. Ooh. No, like if I, I can just, I can just hear in my, I can hear it in me that, you know, there are people, clearly there are people out there who, who have either a been in a relationship with a person that's a, you know, screamer, yeller, angry, all that stuff, mm -hmm. or you're that person, meaning the person listening that like, they're that person. Um, I guess there would just need to be a lot of growth and healing, but I just feel like that kind of behavior is not healthy. So I don't see how a well-adjusted, emotionally mature, healthy person that's done the work would live like that. So I guess on one hand, if that is how you are, you should do some, do the work, you know, go, go get with a therapist, work through it, work through whatever that bitterness is. What, what is just below the surface that where if someone does something, you fly off at the handle, you know, when people say, well, that's just how I am. I'm Irish. Fuck you. That's so, <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so stupid. That is blaming. That's blaming your heritage for something that, you're choosing to continue to do. And right. that just doesn't fly. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the rules around dating are, are important. So with your, so those listening, you have a part, if you're in a partnership, have a conversation and say, how do you like to be talked to? And here's how I like to be talked to. Here's how I like to resolve things. How do you like to resolve things? And, and come up with some kind of a, a plan where, here's the rules. We don't scream at each other. We don't go for the, you know, punches below the belt. You know, we obviously don't get physical, like whatever those things are, discuss them yeah. and then 
play by the rules. You know, what are the, what, what I love what Lance used to ask me. He's like, what does Timmy need to flourish in a relationship? You <laughs> Sounds know, Sounds like a Lance question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so I really had to think about like, what one is that, you know, like I'm not a drama person. I'm not a contentious person. I'm not a, I don't like to fight. Um, obviously there's no way you're going to be in partnership with someone and see everything eye to eye. So you're going to have opportunities for, you know, conflict resolution opportunities in any kind of relationship. I don't care how good it is. Um, but how you get to the resolution, those principles need to be shared, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. If you're already in a situation where your, you know, partner is of that mindset or, you know, lives from that, that space. Um, you know, obviously you want to, if you want to repair the relationship, it's going to take effort on both parts. Yeah. I think there needs to be, um, some boundaries, you know, definite boundaries, and you may not be able to figure those out on your own. You may need someone to help you figure those out. Yeah. But I, if someone is, if you're listening and you are that person, like you said, you're the angry person, you went, it's not, anger is a mask for something else. Yes, and it I, is. We, I think we mentioned that earlier. And it's typically, um, you know, a fear of, a fear of rejection. Rejection it could be insecurity. Um, you know, it, whatever those things are, look at that, you know dig in a little bit and find out why you tend to respond the way you do. Yeah. And our responses are learned. We've, you know, yes, someone can say, you know, I, I get, I act like that because I'm Irish or whatever. Um, and part of that is true. You know, we do behave the way we do because of our upbringing and, yeah. our, you know, our environment and experiences. So we've taught ourselves to behave that way. Well, yeah. you can unteach yourself. Absolutely. So you can learn a new way. And I just say, try, do it. I mean, if you really truly want, if you're listening to the podcast, you want to have a healthy relationship. That's my assumption. We're, yeah. you know, we're not sitting here talking about how to have a crappy relationship. Right. So if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> you right. definitely want to make a change. So take that step, yeah. you know, and, and fine. And there's nothing wrong with being where you're at. There, right. There's nothing wrong in admitting, start somewhere. admitting that you need help. Um, nothing wrong with that at all, but take the steps to do it and follow through. And, um, you'd be surprised, Yeah, you know, I mean, it can be so liberating. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize how angry I was and that my anger was actually masking fear of rejection yeah. and unworthiness. Yeah. That was my, that was my way to protect myself from being hurt. Yeah. Um, we all do it. Yep. You 100%. know? So. Yeah. The, the other thing, when the learn to send and receive repair attempts, I like how it learn to send them and receive them. Meaning if your partner is trying to, to do a repair, like they're trying to repair, like move into that, allow for that. You know, don't, don't reject and bow up and, you know, and, and, and run from the situation, you know, turn. It's important when you have a disagreement in a relationship to turn into each other, seek to resolve, yes. not win, seek to resolve. Like 
I love you. You love me. Let's figure this out together. You know, where it's a win for you and it's a win for me. Um, now I realize that statement alone it is what I would consider a humble position, right? So I'm making the assumption that everybody's coming to things with a humble position. And so, you know, I definitely have sympathy for those where, you know, your partner is coming at it, not humbly, they're coming at it to win or dismantle you, Mm -hmm. you know, that they are saying hurtful things. Pammy, I just, like I said, I think I said it in just a little bit ago. I I wouldn't put up with that shit. Not even for a second. Like I, I don't know if I've even had really had that encounter. I think there was one woman I dated. It was a couple of years ago, like early on. And I can't remember what, what happened. I don't remember what it was, but she just said something real curt, real cutting, real like what I'm not used to. That was it. <laughs> I never yeah. talked to her after that. No way I'm putting up. With... Mm-hmm. Now she apologized. I don't fucking care. Right. I, no. I, again, to what that might. So here's the thing. When you're let me, in the position. Me... You're that's coming from position of dating. Yes. That you're not in the relationship with this person. Right. So that's a completely different oh, thing. Absolutely. If I was yeah. in a hard, you know, if I was in a committed relationship with someone, I, I would say to them, we don't do that with each other. Like, so that don't not, don't ever do that again. <laughs> like, that's not how I'm going to ever talk to you. Don't ever. That's not how I like to be talked right. to. I don't like to be yes. talked to like that. I will never talk to you like that. So that's something that we're not going to do anymore. You know, like that's not going to work. Um, yeah, I am not really forgiving with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. In a dating relationship, it that's it. It's mm-hmm. over. I don't care yeah. if they do apologize. I don't care how sweet they are afterwards. That you revealed yourself to me, and I'm not putting up with that ever. Now, can you be in a relationship? Can someone just be really, really mad, do something? And yes, I, we're all human. I get it. You know what I mean? Um, but if that's a reoccurring. Exactly. I'm not down for that, Pammy. Yeah, yeah. I, I just refuse. I refuse. That's why, again, that's why you hang out with someone long enough to get to know them, right? Yes. Um, and even even if, you know, you know, and it's a good relationship and it's, you know, like mine, right? You know, I've known her a little over a year, but dating four months and I propose. Well, the wedding's not till going to be next year sometime. Right. You know, so we're still spending time together and getting to know each other. And we, we spend a lot of time together. So we're expediting that process um but you can't hide that kind of stuff forever you cannot like, it will come out it so that's why when pam and i say you got to spend time with someone yes and you've said this multiple times because i asked you one time i said how long do you think it usually takes to you that, that you see the true colors and you were like you can't really hide it much after a month i mean you're yeah. if you're seeing each other and for sure by two three months yes you know, now some people might be listening to this and someone hit it for, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, that's unfortunate. You know, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, in a relationship, I'm not hiding shit from my girlfriend, my fiance now. Like I'm not hiding anything from her. Right. I want her to know the real me, you know? And so I'm, I'm full. This is me. Like, this is me. This is how I am. Boogers and all like, this is it. And her the same, like, we're really trying to be open and honest and vulnerable 
and and <laughs> so uh, Jess, <laughs> I I made her uh, turkey burgers the other night, and the next day, no, it was a couple days later. I was like, hey, I'll make my turkey burgers again. Uh, cause I make a famous hamburger. That's really uh-huh. awesome. But I bought pre-done Turkey burgers. So you just heat them up and eat them. And I said, Hey, I was thinking about, uh, you know, broccoli and, and my Turkey burgers. And she goes, can I tell you a secret? <laughs> and I was like, sure. She goes, I didn't like your Turkey burgers, babe. <laughs> Can I tell you a secret? So cute. I literally, I I started dying laughing. She goes, is that okay? I'm sorry. And I was like, (laughs) I go, babe, it's so fine. I said, I just, it cracks me up the way you said it. And she goes, well, I just wanted you to know. I just, I didn't like them. And I'm like, well, we'll never have them again. Yeah. You know, like it's so okay. I just appreciate you communicating it to me. And especially in this way, it's it's so endearing, (laughs) you know, so you know, taking a chance on, you know, someone like I've heard stuff like that where someone gets pissed about that. Right. Well, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm like, who, what are we in fifth grade? <laughs> like what is happening right now? <laughs> like, I just don't get when people yes. get so butthurt about, I don't yeah. care. I, well, it's food. It's it's food. And it, even if it was know, my homemade burger, exactly. I don't care. Right. You don't have to like everything that I like. Exactly. And you definitely don't have to like everything that I do. Yes. Here's another thing. Now I'm going off because I'm squirrel. <laughs> but thinking about, I had this happen years and years and years and years ago. Someone gave me a gift and I wasn't super thrilled about it. Like it wasn't a gift that, I wanted, it wasn't what I would have, not what I asked for. It was someone just doing what they thought they wanted me to have is really what it was. Now me, if I got you a gift, if you didn't like it, Pammy, I swear I'd be like, Oh my gosh, well, I want to get what you do. What do you like? Like, I thought you would like this. That kind of stuff doesn't offend me, but I've noticed that's not true for some people. Mm-hmm. If they've given you a gift and you don't like it, they are butthurt. Yeah. yeah. Pammy, I don't understand that because maybe they don't like, they're different right. than you. They don't like it. Right. It's, it's not, not about you. Exactly. They're not saying they don't like you or they right. don't appreciate the time that you put into it. No, it's, it's the thing that it's a thing and it didn't, I, it didn't do it for them. Yeah. That's always been a very shocking thing for me to, I got my daughter. I, one time I got my daughter something and she was so like apologetic trying to act like she liked it. And I finally told her, I go, babe, I go, <laughs> if you don't like those pants, that's why the tags on it yeah, and, and the, the receipts receipt. in the back. Like, <laughs> It's like, right there for you. Yeah. Like literally, <laughs> um, I don't, I, I'm totally okay. If you want to return it and get something else, Yeah, like it, I, it's totally okay. So I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what that is and why people are like that where they really, if like, if I like it, you need to like it. If I bought it for you, you have to like it. If I buy you a gift and you don't like it, I, it's so okay. You're not offending me. Go get a new gift of what you do like, and I'll take credit for it. Like, I'll still be like, I gave her that. Yeah. Well, she returned it and got what I, but I don't (laughs) care. She regifted it, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait, 
I gave this gift to you last year and you're giving it back to me this year. What's going on? So I don't, I, I guess it goes back to what I'm saying I, to, to be able to have healthy conflicts, mm -hmm. not use the word fighting, but to have healthy conflict or to have healthy interactions with other people. It goes back to what we've said so many times on the podcast. It's about doing the inner work. Yes. The healthier, more mature you are, the better you're going to engage with other people, especially in situations where you might differ, mm -hmm. you know, and if, and if you differ, then you talk it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I was, I recently saw, um, witnessed, uh, a situation where two people were having a discussion and one person got a little bit more, you know, excited and, um, adamant about their position on something and, you know, throughout the, well, what do you think? And the other person said, well, I'm not going to discuss this right now because you're emotional about the situation and you are not, you know, I don't think that you're thinking clearly. Yeah. Therefore I'm not going to engage with you right now. I mean, it was, it was watching, like, I just watched it play out and, and those, and I was like, wow, that was really impressive. Yeah. And it shut it down. Yeah. And, you know, and the other person apologized, said, sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, offend. I didn't mean to disrespect. See, I love that. I, you know, I'm passionate about this. And the other person was like, I understand. Yeah. We're just not going to discuss it. I think when people get in conflicts or fight or, you know, have a disagreement, there's something in people, they don't want to be wrong. They don't want to be proved to be wrong and they don't want to lose. And, and, and I don't look at discussions or conflicts. It's, it's not a lose. In yeah. fact, if I, if we're fighting, if I win, ultimately I lose because if you lose, then I lose. Right. So for me, the only win is if it's a win, win, mm -hmm. like you feel heard and respected. I feel heard and respected. We come to some kind of a decision or an agreement. You know, you wanted Chinese food. I wanted Mexican food. So we went to Ethiopian food. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like neither one of us got what we wanted, but right. we got something else. Like to me, that's, that's a happier place mm -hmm. rather than, you know, a, I demand that we do this. I don't care what you want. We're going to do what I want. Well, yeah, I think getting to a place where as an individual, those things don't matter you know what i mean yeah. like being right doesn't matter right exactly. you know i think you know having great ideas and and compromising and um those kinds of things matter because that produces a much different outcome but i think at our age being right isn't important, yeah. you know, being happy, being, you right. know, joyful and adventurous and have, you know, having love and kindness and sympathy and empathy and all those things in our lives. That's what's important. Yeah. And I don't I'm have not, to get it's what not I want. an age thing, but I'm just saying like, sure. I mean, I'm at the point, I don't care. Like yeah. I really don't care. I just want to spend time with you. Yeah. I don't have to get what you I know? want to be happy. Right. Exactly. Like that doesn't matter. No. And that's to me, that's, a mature way of looking at it because yeah. it's, it's, it's just not, it's not important, you yeah. know, and when it comes down to it, it's usually we're disagreeing about things, yes. <laughs> things and ideas, right? We're not disagreeing about, you know, 
I, I, I just, it just doesn't make sense to put that much effort into disagreeing yeah. about those things. Well, and you said it, that was the next one, you know, of course you talked about repairs, but then soothing yourself and each other, which I, I, you know, I think is really, really, really good. You don't hold on to things. Mm -hmm. You let things go. Um, yeah, those are important. Then you said, you said it just a second ago, compromise, mm -hmm. being willing to compromise, you know, life is not about getting your way all the time. If you want to get your way all the time, stay single for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. Like that's literally the only way because then you're the right. only one you have to think about. You only have to please yourself. A absolutely. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> you just need to go to C Cinderella's or C Cirilla's <laughs> Cinderella's. So just go to Cinderella's. <laughs> I can't even fucking say it. Cirilla's. Cirilla's. <laughs> I, have I even been in a Cirilla's? I think I went to one time I went to a Cirilla's and yeah, I, I was just giggling at all the, I'm sure all the stuff. <laughs> I'm such a junior high student. Like when I see that stuff, it literally makes me, I giggle, giggle. I yeah. giggle and I just want to pick it up and take selfies and be like wiggling <laughs> shit around. <That's> awesome. <laughs> I get kicked out of those stores. Okay. <laughs> uh, compromise. And then the final one was address emotional injuries. Um, well, let's just see what he says. Arguments can leave someone or leave emotional wounds that even when a couple resolves an issue, this is perfectly normal and requires talking about or processing. Sometimes it's about how we're fighting, not what we're fighting about. Dr. Gottman says that's interesting. Oh, it's a book. That's right. It's a, he wrote a book uh, called the seven principles of, of making marriage work. It's really, it's more like a workbook. Actually, the first half is like a book. The second half is all like, Oh, interesting. Questions. Yeah, it's really good. But anyway, he says, mastering these general pro problem-solving skills will lead you to discover that many of your problems will find their own solutions. Once you can overcome the barriers that have prevented clear communication, difficulties are easier to resolve. When, I mean, that's, I well, clearly, right? Any kind of conflict resolution, it's about communication. How you communicate, you know, your body language, your tone, you know, if you're, if your partner really knows that you love them and you care for them and you're honoring and respected them, but, but something feels, you know, mm -hmm. that you're up, heard about something. Right. I think if you approach it in the right way, a loving partner would want to know like, yes. oh my God, tell me how I hurt you or how, how this situation, you know, made you feel because goodness gracious, I don't want you to feel that way. I definitely didn't mean to, but enlighten me, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And being that partner, become that partner, Yeah, you know, so that you're in a position to be in a relationship with that person yeah. that is, you know, also that way. Yeah. There's no doubt. I, I was just going to say in a relationship, it should be everyone's goal to be the best partner you can possibly be where that's just super, probably difficult is where one does have that desire and the other one is obtuse. Mm -hmm. you know, or and that's not the right word. That means stupid. Aloof. 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 Yeah. Just aloof. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe doesn't have that same feeling within them or for whatever reason, they don't have that capacity. They, they, right. they just don't think that way. And they're not thinking, how can I be a wonderful partner to my partner? But you sh that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think if you're a partner out there, literally sit with that meditate how can i be the best partner for my partner like mm -hmm. you know oh. yeah that's all i have pammy yeah. i don't know 
I don't fucking know. <laughs> we never know. <laughs> but we try. That's we try right. real hard. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good to yeah, see you. This was a good one. I know. This was a good one. Love is in the air. Woo woo. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Love and dating with Timmy and Pabby next week, seven o'clock. Bye. I can't find the off button, Pammy. <laughs> that didn't wait, that didn't end very exciting. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Peace out. <laughs>